Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did someone say more bonus content? Um, I, that's what the people have been shouting for. That's what they've been shouting for from the hilltops. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody I, stopped me in the street the other day. They said, "Oh, dickhead! <laughs> what time is it?" And I oh, know that's something different. Aye. Aye. Um, but you have asked, probably, and we are here to deliver. I know one person's listened to the previous one. Aye. Well, at least we're here and we're doing it. Um, we, we're having fun, at least, aren't we? Aye. It's an excuse to drink beer. Of course mm-hmm. it is. Um, so we thought after the resounding success of our previous bonus episode on our favourite best actor winners from the Oscars throughout the ages, the echelons, we'd come back this time for best actresses. Wait, for an equal opportunity yes, podcast. Correct. It's 2022. They deserve it. Very much all about equality here. Yeah. Um, uh, good Paul Odyssey. So, uh, without further ado, we're just going to go in the same format again. We're looking at the Best Actress winners um, at the Oscars since time began, yeah. uh, or at least the Oscars began, mm. um, and we're going to go and rank them three to one, so it's our top three. Um, any Anybody particularly want to go first here, or, or will we just, like... Just shout a name. Okay, Marty. I think I went last, last time, so I'll I, go we'll, first. We'll flipping uh, it my number three's... Um, Charlie Theron as Alien Wernos. There we go, straight in. That was, that was a, an honourable mention for me. None of you two got that one, no? Yep, I've got it. It's, uh, it's my number two. Number two? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. My apologies. It's my number three as well. Ah, ideal. It's also my number three, so there you go. I um, obviously loved Charlie Theron back in the day. I think we, we must have saw her first in Devil's Advocate. Aye. And then she just... Then she's, all of a sudden she just became the biggest actress around. Yep. But also... She, was she in the, just to get on to our favourite subject on the podcast, the Marky Mark, was she in the Italian job? She was. She was, <laughs> in the, she was, she was actually, I believe it was the same year as us. All right, okay. So, I mean, that's a bit of a, a kind of yes. two sides of a coin. So that's kind of why I'm saying she was like, that's kind of like, she was in like a huge blockbuster and then she was in um, this. A piece I, of trash. She's, um, she plays Aileen Burnos, a, a real life serial killer and it killed, I don't know, dozens of men. I don't think it was that many. Well, she killed I th- men. I, I think it was probably about six or seven or something like that. Oh, well, we'll let her off in. Single figures, I think. Yeah. Oh, is it is not one of those ones, I mean, I suppose that kind of holds true with most serial killers, that they're not 100% sure? Aye. Probably. Aye. Um, definitely. And again, like we, we, we spoke before we recorded this about the fact that we were, when we looked through the list, there was a lot of biopics and people who are real-life people or whatever mm-hmm. seemed to be certainly far more on the, the female side of things. Um so this is one of them. Yep. And if you're not familiar with um, Eileen Warnos, then where have you been hiding under a rock? Because it's, from, it's been done. Her. It's been done. <laughs> it's been done to death on uh, like uh, Netflix and that. Netflix. Uh, There's so many documentaries uh, about her true crime podcast. Uh, and that. You literally, it's almost been an inescapable kind of story for the the film has been time. done as well. There's other people like played her in a mm-hmm. film and uh, stuff. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, well, it's the the thing that the main thing that 
initially got the attention from this is Charlie's the Theron is obviously really pretty in real life Aye. and she completely transformed into this yep. kind of this not nice looking woman she started she started getting made to now there by people going like that how can you not get a Hackett person to play a Hackett serial killer I know I know but, you're, um, you're taking jobs off of Hackett people exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then again this is the other thing that makes it brilliant is the the, the, the prosthetics and the, the makeup is only part of her transformation nah, being brilliant. she is evil man it's she the, is proper evil it's the, no but it's, it's like it's just I'm talking about in terms of her physical transformation she is, is a total mimic with this part and, and the way she gets the movements right I've, I've seen stuff where it's like you know, side by side comparisons I of her and stuff, and it's it is quite incredible actually. Um, I even noticed like down to how she walks. Yep. The, the, like her actual gait and the way she walks. She's studied absolutely everything. And it's, I uh, I watched one of those um, side by side things today, and I'm not I'm not being funny here, right? But it did get to one bit, uh, and the side by side went away, mm-hmm. and it was just oh, right. it was just footage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I don't know what one is that, that is. her or is it Hayley I know, I know. It's amazing. I think it's because the footage of it back then is clearly grainy and yes. it's not like professional. So you're right. kind of just looking at it. Is that actually her? But I, uh, she, she says incredible in it. She completely turns herself into this evil, evil person. Mm-hmm. And I just. But, but then again, like you know, this is the interesting thing. Yeah, evil person. I bet but she. But the whole, yeah. part, the whole sort of point of the story is to shed light on the fact that she is an extremely hard done by person in general and does have extreme trauma and yep. has had like a terrible that's part of what makes not only the story great but um Charlie's Theron's performance great is like it, it is kind of putting you on her side a bit it is kind of glamorizing certain aspects of her life and her relationship and all that kind of stuff but at the same time it, it does a good job of pulling you right back to the the aye. fact that she is also a horrible bastard. Aye, I mean? aye, very <laughs> much so. Aye, there's like the scene uh, where she she just goes to an interview for the mm. the job as a lawyer, yeah. and the guy just absolutely just shits shits all over her, not yeah. literally, yeah. Um, because she's got no qualifications any of that stuff, and he's just kind of and ah, you feel so. sorry for her then, aye. but then you're just like, oh mate, please stop, she's gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she she doesn't. She restrains herself. Uh, have um, you got a, a key scene? Um, yes. So is that your key scene? It was not. It was not right. Okay, well go ahead and give us your key scene then. See what's um, the same as mine. It's kind of it's, it's one that's just kind of just two kind of actors going at it. And it's a scene where Selby uh, borrows the car, her friend's car, yep. and comes back and aliens just cleaning the flat, aye. like. Mm-hmm. Scrubbing away and yep. just it's like a proper kind of um, marital yep. um, dispute. Dispute, Aye. but it's in the background. You're still thinking she's a murderer, mm-hmm. so there's still that undercurrent in it. Yeah. So, but at the same time, it's almost like a sitcom Aye. Um, argument. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, so my my key scene was literally just the whole ending, um, her being sentenced and that kind of stuff, um, because <clears throat> I suppose there's because it is, in, it is one of those things that they've basically copied the whole trial footage almost exactly. I same um, Caldigan and the shot whole that. thing they've played it out. Even the camera angles, like where it was, because obviously the whole thing was televised. Like these trials were, were, were te- I don't know if they still are, but they even were where tele- she puts her hands. Aye, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if things like that are still televised but they certainly used to be well fucking uh, Depp and Amber Hill's getting televised uh, they're, like, they're not murdering people though like I, th- I think certain states aye so is that what it, is her, that her being sentenced um, I've picked that didn't he her sort of reaction um, the sort of way that, that, that honestly like the most famous thing about Eileen Warnos is her rant 
after she gets sentenced to death, mm. right? Like, she, if, she, see if she was a serial killer and she didn't do that, she would actually like almost been forgotten about because that was what turned her into the monster. That's what the, the, the press took, was her snarling at everyone Aye. afterwards, right? And that's her face. That was this famous shot that got plastered everywhere. Aye, it's how she became a celebrity. Exactly. Um, so I think the way they did that was great. And obviously, um, Charlize Theron's performance here is, is like, spookily similar. Um, it's overlaid with her... <clears throat> I think it's kind of doing that thing where it challenges you again because it's um, there's a voiceover of her, some of her sort of quotes from the from the trial um, is playing over the top of that scene, and it, it almost kind of it, it almost kind of gives you that kind of like she's right kind of feeling like she says a lot there's a lot of this deep stuff about like <laughs> how everyone's fucking evil and all that kind of stuff Aye. and um, I don't know it's one of those things that's like you're conflicted it makes you feel uncomfortable yeah. because it's like I mean if anyone can be put in uncompromising situations and potentially kill someone through various different mm-hmm. reasons and it does kind of hit, hit you in that kind of uncomfortable kind of way so I and, and of course she does the the, the snarling bit she does her shouts causing them all scum and all that kind of stuff and is getting pulled away so I it's fucking awesome um, that's my key scene it comes to you now Roscoe since we've had a wee bit of ditto there I mean it's a nice lead in to mine which very good chance that Somebody else has picked this as well. My number three from 1990. Oh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, of course. As Annie Wilkes and Misery. Yeah, honourable mention for me. Well, aye, didn't Jenny, quite make it. Aye, same for me. Aye, aye. go for it, Roscoe. It's. Ju- I mean, I don't know. I think. I think this was her first kind of breakout film role. If I remember right, she was more like a stage actress. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And this. This is. Um, Oh, what's his name? Um, James, James Can. Can. James Can, but the the director. It's what's his face? Oh, yeah. it's Rob Reiner. Rob, Rob Reiner, Reiner aye. who was just on a, an absolute run, insane yeah. man, like uh, an insane. Run. I think he'd done like when Harry met Sally, Stand by Me, and this like yeah. all way in the space of a few years. It's just mental. Um, but in in this, she's just she rescues James Can. Obviously, like he has a car crash. He's a writer. She's his biggest fan. Um, and she's kind of nursing him back to health and she just comes across right away as this kind of unassuming um, kind of spinster aye, mm-hmm. aye, good um, yep. she's kind of living out the road to everybody and keeps herself to herself and then just gradually over the course of the film she just transforms into this absolute monster yep. it's, it's, it's really really scary and it's, it's interesting to kind of flip that kind of gender imbalance I know that kind of James can in it he's injured so the kind of strength in that that's isn't, right, isn't too much oh, of he's, yeah, he's yeah. still proper petrified though aye um, very good I think it's a, it's a good casting choice having him as the because he's known he's been Mr. Cool a, a Mr. Cool a badass yeah, sonny absolutely and aye. he's just he is he's aye. absolutely petrified though. but it's just as it goes on and she's just able to kind of like flick that switch yes and go going for that kind of unassuming to rage and it's the, one of the funny things about it is, is with the rage, you'd think, you know, oh, what's shouting and swearing? No, no, no. No, exactly. She starts calling him very nice like, things, now, Mister Man. That's or, it. Yep. I think she calls him at one point a dirty birdie. That's right. <laughs> I, it's that kind of infantilizing the thing where it's like she's she's turning into a bit of a child almost, like in sort of. That's the creepy thing about it is you, you can kind of tell that she is almost childlike Aye. in her infatuation with this guy, Aye. like the same way that. 
I don't know if the Simpsons bell was here at least it is with Corey or whatever no. do you know what I mean like it's that kind of childlike uh, fascination that she has I reckon the the most scary thing about her is that she is 100% totally in belief that everyone she's doing is correct yeah she's the she in her eyes she's the good guy Mm-hmm. Which probably makes for the scariest. Bad I mean, guys. Yeah. I mean it, it turns out that she'd been like, I think she'd been killing children, um, in the kind of hospital when she worked there, and that's and right. she got d- dismissed Aye. for that. That's right. And when they, they kind of <laughs> sacked, that, that, right, <laughs> that that famous. How you go? Don't ever come back here. <laughs> go do that somewhere else. <laughs> it's, it's that that famous scene, the kind of hobbling. Um, it's just that kind of it's surgical. Yes. It's just cool, calculated. She's just, it's nothing to her. Ah, because if she's done it a million like, times before. Um, but that's not my key scene. I'll give you my key scene. Okay, key scene. My key scene is, I don't know if you remember it, is um, she's talking to uh, James Cann. I think they're talking about the book and stuff like that. And like, she's talking about when she used to go to the cinema when she was a girl. And it would be the kind of serials that were yep. on. Yep. You know, I think they used to do it with stuff like Superman and stuff that's like right, that. That's uh, right. Anyway. It was like a literal cliffhanger ending. That's it. And she's like, I couldn't wait to get back the next week. She says, and you know, this guy, he wasn't getting out of the car and the car was going over the cliff. Um, and then I went back next week and he managed to jump out. And she says, and everybody in the crowd was like cheering. cheering. But I stood up and I shouted, that's not what happened. Like he didn't, and it's like That's that. what she's imagined that the whole actual scene of her... She's uh, she's just relaying this story to him. Aye, like, it, like she's gonna uh, like, about the way that she kind of likes like, stories and stuff. Yeah, yep. that's just when you see that kind of that rage coming out. And James Cannes brilliant in that scene as he well. Just kind of along, didn't he? Aye, point, well, he's just looking at her, and he's just like, you can just see the realization. That's he's it. like, you're yep. fucking batshit crazy, man. You know what you were saying that, uh, the start she's kind of an unassuming spinster. Mm-hmm. See when you watch it now. Oh, everything's terrifying. I love I, films like that. Aye. It definitely is scarier when you rewatch it. Because you know, I think it's also it's also one of these great performances of. Um, I've, I've got a thing for eyes, right? And she is. It's hard to describe, but it's this kind of. It's, it's a look, just, she looks right through you. Yeah. But, but that it kind of changes though. What I'm saying is like when she, when she kind of slips into that madness, aye. it's like. Her eyes glaze aye, over. Aye, it's like and, it's like when Bubba put somebody through a table in the wrestling. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Perfect. Exactly. I knew it was somewhere in there, but I no, it's exactly what uh, Bubba just before he's about to Shout out to Bubba. Um, that's it. Shout out to Bubba. Aye. He's one of our biggest fans. Aye. Where's Devon these days? I think Devon might be dying, actually. Oh, that's a shame. I, I don't know. He was ill. I don't know if he's alright now. Oh man. Oh well. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, oh, of man. course. Because that does uh, things. Listen, we're just trying, right? Um, back to you then, Mark. Okay, think. back to Martin. Aye, for uh, your number two. Number two is uh, Jodie Foster and Silence of the Lambs. That's my number two as well. Is it? Uh, believe it or not, that's my number two. Oh, hey, hey, that's hey, it. Oh, hey, oh. I thought I generally thought somebody would have it as our as our number one. Do you know? What? I feel like I feel really odd picking up because me and you didn't have pure quality Hopkins, right? But we both. Uh, it's just. I, I mean, I've not. We spoke about this before we started. With all of us, I don't think I've seen as many. Um, oh, for sure. These performances as we had the best actor ones, so it's a kind of smaller pool, and mm-hmm. I 
Cream always rises to the top. Yeah. I mean, it's it's brilliant. So it's a uh, Cl- Clarice Starling. <laughs> whenever, whenever anyone says that, I just can't stop thinking of the always sunny. That's, that's the only reason like. why I ever say it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the <laughs> best thing ever. Oh, they have cream inside of you. <laughs> it's just it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Anyway, so yeah, it's Clarice Starling and Silence of the Lambs, nineteen ninety one. Right, and 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 give some why. Yeah, I, I think like you can always whenever you can look at one of the great performances ever which is Lecter they, they're they always they can't just do stuff themselves they need somebody to play yeah, off that's exactly and that's she's like the, she's just unbelievably perfect she she she's clearly terrified but yep. she's strong enough that yeah, she it, doesn't that's exactly that she doesn't let it see that much she yep. lets it slip yep. with the when she's talking about the, the lamb mm-hmm. getting slaughtered which mm-hmm. is my key scene yep. Same. Um, she, that's the only time she lets it slip that part for that the the main reason I, I, I like her in it so much is how respectful she is to Lecter because he, he is like the, the master manipulator but she is also kind of manip- manipulating him a wee tiny bit see if I could just jump in there I would say I, I agree with that but not not from the sense that it's written like she has to be respectful because it's more about her performance and how she plays it off because how many films do you see Hi, she's a no, but how many films do you see where the where the agent is tracking or, or, or dealing with the like psychotic mastermind or whatever right and they almost like fawn over them as if like oh my god you're so incredible and everything. It's, it's not like that at all you've got that and then you've got to say Bond Aye. interrogating like uh, like say Christoph Waltz or something mm-hmm. like that I and mean, he's mm-hmm. just yep. going you're a, you're a scumbag and all that. Mm-hmm. so it's perfectly in the middle where she's yeah she knows he can help mm-hmm. and that she's like and she's so professional and she's still a student and all that which you forget, forget you forget sometimes she she does well as well see the whole kind of um, I mean she's she's pretty much looked down upon yep um, yeah. I'm not sure the, the entire reason I don't know if there's a bit of kind of sexism involved in that and it's interesting seeing her, like just somebody with such a kind of small stature. That's it, aye. You know what I mean? And because I think Anthony Hopkins is actually quite tall as well. Is he? he? I would always thought him to be quite wee. Same I don't know why. Um, or maybe I'm getting that wrong, but he, see, he doesn't seem tiny in this. Um, but imagine Hannibal Lecter was like six foot five. That would be the that would be the <laughs> most terrifying no, thing of all time. That's a scary. Ah, I suppose so. He's just like a mere like unassuming wee guy. Aye, he's like a. Uh, and the bit in the cage, he oh. absolutely does in those three coppers, and he's just like, uh, he's like, my height. But is it, what's, what's the kind of, is it Billy, the, the kind of serial killer's name is, that she's after? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Um, the, the, the difference between them, and I mean, that's close to kind of the key scene. See the um, the night vision goggles scene? Oh, awesome. I hate like, that. See the it's terror. Not, it's still not, it's so not nice. I fucking hate it. See the terror in her face oh man it's, it's, it, it looks like she was genuinely scared it absolutely does you know because they've probably filmed that in pitch black oh, no, that's fucking um, terrifying man I hate it. If, it if it wasn't for the, the lamb scene it would definitely be that right. so you've both gone for the lamb scene oh, I think it's any scene with the two of them is amazing right okay yeah. Yeah. so you've gone for the lamb scene my key scene is the first meeting Aye, I was going to but right. I went for the lamb scene and instead. the reason I went for that it's for the exact the reasons that you've kind of played it before. It's where you establish that they both are going to play their part in making this. This, in fact, okay, I'll use that scene. But they both play their part in making that special, um, mm. and and I've just kind of said there. Um, so the bit where he's talk, where, where he sort of goes on this really scathing kind of rant at her, calling her like talking about she's trailer trash. You're only just a couple of steps away from trailer trash, and about all the stuff that she's done, like that kind of. 
You wear Evian skin uh, cream. That, it starts with that and it goes on for a few minutes and ends with trailer trash and she, it sort of cuts to her and you can tell she's kind of got tears coming in her eyes. But then she she sort of takes a moment, takes a breath and then like sort of, like you say, you can tell there's fear in her voice and there's like a thing, but she then says something like, um, why don't you use that hyper perception of yours and aim it at yourself uh, and write down what you see, maybe you're, t- you're too afraid or something like that. And it's, it's, uh, it's just an interesting dynamic and one that I think Jodie Foster was perfectly suited to because you could have went too far the other way and had someone who was like the damsel and who was Aye. clearly terrified of this guy and only went back because of her job. She was genuinely interested, but also just has this kind of strength about her and, and a, a certain kind of way of carrying herself that's quite, um, I would say, like stubborn. Ah, she's a heroine. You know I mean? Aye, she's, she's stubborn. Um, Anyway, so that's her. She's not Southern, is she, Jodie Foster? But oh, the accent? It? I think she is. Is she? I wasn't sure. Like, I don't. I don't think it's that. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do some quick. Good, good, um, good. Because I was just, I'm trying to think back, like, you know, other things that I'd seen her in, you know, Taxi Driver and stuff, and she's in New York. So no, she's back. not. She's, she was born in California, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't. She doesn't really grow up somewhere and develop an accent. I put, I, she's too, that the accent's good anyway. I think it's really. I don't know if it was written that way um, in the books, uh, but I think it's it's the. It really the does. I guess she's like I I can a farmer's daughter and. Like, no, there you go. Like, she she was she was born and raised in LA or or California. Well, there you go. Uh, well, more, even more props to you. She's always she's and always that accent. What is, <laughs> it, what is it? It says. Uh, it says like. He says uh, in West Virginia. Uh, he says something like that, and that's saying it's just straight West Virginia or something like that. No, it's definitely not West Virginia. It's something like that he says though. I think it is. That's what he says. No, it's no West Virginia. West Virginia's like surely. No, it's, it's northeast. No, no it's Virginia's in the south. Mm-hmm. Where am I thinking? I have no idea. Maybe Vermont. <laughs> one of these. Sorry for our American listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, one of them's in Virginia. <laughs> one of one of our two American listeners are in Virginia. Like, <laughs> Dag nabbit. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, so that's us. I, I think we're technically back to Martin again. Then oh, looks looks a wee bit like it. Yeah, we're moving on. To Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One. Uh, mine's is from 2017. Oh, I've not got it then. I'm just and saying, oh, it's, you might be the same person though. Uh, I think I, I think I probably do. I mean, if, it's who, if it's who I'm thinking, the odds are that. Like, I know what your number one is for sure. Uh, uh, 2017. It's three billboards outside Ebbing, oh, Missouri. Francis McDormand. Yep. Yep. Uh, so it's um, a woman in 
about women in Missouri. Not seen it by the way, so. Have you not? No. Oh, oh my god, it's amazing. It's so it is so so amazing. I, and it's not just her, it's amazing Sam Rockwell yeah, and Woody Harrison. I, I, I came across when I, when I was looking up for my choices, I came across it and I goes, Oh, why the fuck have I not seen that yet? Yes. Um and so then, then I then I'll clicked on her name. And then I read the plot and I went, why the fuck have I not seen this uh, again? And then I read a wee bit more about her performance in it and everybody else was in it and I went, why the fuck have I not seen yep. this yet? And now you're doing it again. So why uh, the fuck have I not seen this yet? Uh, yeah. So it's about, uh, she plays a, a woman, Mildred, whose daughter is missing. Aye. And she's sick and tired of the police doing no absolutely bugger all about it. So she puts up three billboards Aye. outside the town to just kind of yep. highlight how hopeless the police have been and how she's still looking for her daughter. And the whole film's about Kenny. It's um, mainly about that, but then you've got the interactions between the townspeople, mm-hmm. how they interact with each other. She's in the middle. Everyone's kind of standoffish towards her because she's yep. became really, really cynical. She stopped mm-hmm. going to church and all that. Her faith is gone. And uh, she's just like, uh, a badass in it, really, aren't she? Right. Cool. Uh, she, she is. Um, just, she, she's like. A, you could imagine like loads of people's kind of mums being like that if like their kid <laughs> went missing. She's yeah. just completely. She 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 kind of takes it for so long, and then she's just nah, enough's enough, and yep. like, I'm taking things in, and she just, ah, she. I mean, she goes way over what I think most people would. But Probably. Yeah. It's it's like the full way through it. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, hey, for him, get some justice. I like any films as well. We're like, yeah, we were saying about. I don't think Silence of Lambs is the case, but she, the two bounced off each other. I think the case with this is is they are they give McDormand actors Harrelson and Rockwell right, mm-hmm. and the directors clearly just said to those two right, your job is to just make her look as good as possible, right? Because the two of them are amazing in literally everything they're in, right? Yeah. But they just allow her to just be right. so good. Yeah. Ah, they're they're not trying to. You, you see some films they're not trying to like overact. Um, you know, outdo each other or yep. anything like that. It's, it's kind of, she's the star yep. and everybody knows it. Um, for my, my key scene, uh, I'll go for uh, just the bit where the, the girl she knows gets arrested and Sam Rockwell's arrested for having two marijuana cigarettes or something. And doobies, I believe they call them. So she busts into the... She busts into the police station and Sam Rockwell's a cop um, she bursts into the police station and shouts at the top of her voice hey fuckhead to Sam Rockwell in front of the other coppers and they're all just going off on an her and she's just like what are you talking and she, like, she like, squares up to him mm-hmm. in the middle of the police station and all, all the police officers are like shit feet her so good man and she's a tiny wee woman that sounds that, great that sounds fantastic and, but sorry my uh, other key scene is I won't spoil it don't worry um, so a priest turns up at her house mm-hmm. and the priest is basically saying to her Everyone is be- everyone loves you and everyone's behind you. We want to help find your daughter, but Jesus, none Jesus will find your daughter. <laughs> none of us agree. None of us agree with what you're doing with the billboards. And she goes on this like three minute oh. rant. Oh yeah, yeah. She goes, "Don't come in my house when you are basically huh? a priest uh, yeah, and yeah. you're harboring yep, yep, pedophiles. Yep, yeah, don't come into my house. There we go. And uh, aye, she aye? says, get the fuck out of my kitchen.' <laughs> if, if a priest came into my house and started giving me." Um, unsolicited advice I, I would also take the, a similar stance I, I'd, t- I'd, I'd take any cross-shaped objects I can find and uh, break them and then I would um, draw a picture of Jesus scrambled up like, throwing it in the bin they're not like vampires 
Are they no? I no. thought they were. Right, okay. Silver bullets will still work though. So, ah, that's, that's what I'll do. Nice one. Uh, very, very good. Right, so is, uh, who's on to myself now, is it? I, I think because you and Martin's number three and number two. We're we the same. Really, we never really got to him. Ah, after Right, okay. So, um, <laughs> exactly, I'm on to my number one. <laughs> I'll be interested if you can guess yours. I definitely know what yours is. My, my number one is your Julia. Ah. Uh, Julia Rab. Again, we were talking about this as a bit of recency bias or whatever, but also um, just because Julia Roberts is amazing. But um, Aye, this is a, this it's, is a it's, it's, it's her tour de force, and it's like again, again, it's a real person, it's a real yep. thing, but it doesn't diminish the performance in any way. It doesn't well, diminish the. I mean, at least at least in this case, okay, it's a real person, but yeah. it's not. It's not like Eileen Worrows where she was plastered over the TV exactly, or anything. Exactly, you know, So most people are going into this ah, and yeah, watching sure. it and they're True. like, I've no idea yep. what Erin Brockovich yep. looks like, who she really was. I've maybe read something in a newspaper. Ah, and, you've, and she's she's almost certainly been given some license to... I'm sure the real Erin Brockovich was um, extremely sassy, but um, she's probably get, get, been given some license to, to sort of uh, ramp that up Describe a bit. the plot of um, So essentially there's... A, Big company who this, this is a true story, um, who had a big factory on this plot of land, somewhat like loads of places actually. Mm-hmm. The plot of land that we're sitting on right now is had chemical waste dumped on it, um, and basically there was some kind of thing where their, their waste was seeking into the water system, the main water system, um, over a course of thirty years, forty years, something like that. So it was in the sixties that it was happening, and. Uh, Obviously, years later, people start developing illnesses, there's defects in children, there's various cancers, all this stuff that's happening, and they only recently started realising. Um, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it is, what triggers them to, to, to realise that, but um, she fights their case um, and sort of has to go and team up. No one wants to take the case, no one's for it, obviously, because it's a big company they're up against. She teams up with this guy. Who's the guy who plays that lawyer again? Can't remember his name. Can't, yeah, can't remember. He's a really annoyingly familiar face. Um, she teams up with this guy who's kind of like your small, smaller kind of buddy guy lawyer who helps her out. Um, and she's obviously been her resilient, stubborn um, ways and, and fights it right to the end. Well, Essentially, take. What's that? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's in. He plays the. He plays Albert the love interest. Albert. Albert Finney, is it maybe? I don't know. He plays the. Plays the warrior. I can't remember his name. Starts with um, um, Oh, it's been a while. Since um, but anyway, like she takes on the big guns. Um, she's wanting them to get money paid out and all kind of stuff, and uh, eventually succeeds in that. It's a. It's a feel good ending. It's a great. It's a great sort of film in general. But um, her performance in it. I would like to think she's been given some, like I was saying, some degree of freedom to mm-hmm. ramp up the, because she's got some amazing one-liners in it, like some oh, absolutely just put downs brilliant like, put-downs that are just so brutal. Uh, it's, it's like an aspirational thing, because she is like a single mother mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. and even, I mean, she's not a lawyer, she's like a kind of paralegal, yep. but uh, she is to like fight for that yeah, job, and yeah. her getting herself That's that it. job is That's unbelievable. It. Aye, um, so uh, there's a lot going on. Arne Hart, as you said, plays the love interest. Whatever during his um, his like American badass under Undertaker phase um, of his career, which is hilarious because he basically <laughs> just looks funny. exactly like Undertaker. Make <laughs> me like this weird straightened I, hair, like long. He's got a moustache. Handlebar moustache. Everybody's used to him clean shaven. Aye, you can't hide that chin. The arse chin, you just can't. I always, it always freaks me. How did they get a clean shave in in that in like the crack? How, how do you? They must cut themselves all the time. I think they need to spread it. Do you spread the crack? They need to spread the cheeks. Here's one for us. Do any of our listeners have an arse chin? And do you want to explain to us how you 
Ross has got a better than Austin. No, no, no. If you have an arse chin, uh, uh, at gmail.com. We, 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 really, we really want to know um, about writing that down <laughs> we, we really know, know about the science behind the shaving of arse chins how do you get in there with it like injuring yourself I really don't know is there a spe- special device that goes into the core I don't know I don't think I don't think we're many no it's a secret Aye. probably wha- they wax it that's what it is mm. no. they, they go and then just pull it out now like they, those uh, Indian things that you put is it Turkish no Turkish uh, barbers when they put the thing up your nose to pull uh, the hairs the, out the wax that's what it is I can't say I've had that done I've seen it can intrigues me I'd quite fancy that no anyway back on track um, I saw uh, Arne Carp plays the Undertaker and it <laughs> badass <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no Erin Brockovich right back on track she has uh, some incredible one liners and obviously the feistiness is, is extremely strong uh, I could have picked any any number of scenes where she's just like berating somebody or giving her best to somebody and it is fantastic and I think part of what makes that good is they have a cast of like the opposition lawyers who are so fucking hateable. Ah, like, smart man. It's just there's one particular guy. I don't know if you remember like, where it's like the sort of it's the first guy they meet up with because obviously the big company doesn't give that much of a fuck about. It. They just think who the fuck is she. So they send some like trainee or whatever, and he is like just such a wee dick, <laughs> and he's basically like, um, I will give them two hundred grand or whatever, and do realise that you're dealing with a twenty eight billion dollar company and that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, it's, it's, she's, she's, she basically doesn't even bite him at that point, but afterwards it gets it pr- gets pretty good. So um, I take it none of you have picked that. No, nope. right. So my, my key scene here is <clears throat> when she basically she's collecting evidence throughout the film, and she's had to get a certain amount of signatures of people to because obviously loads of people over the course of forty years, some people stopped giving a fuck and all kind of stuff, can't you know chase them down or whatever. But she does it. Um, with the help of her pal, who I can't remember the guy's name. Um, so she prese- she then goes to the office of these big fancy lawyers and presents them with a, a dossier that's got all 600 and whatever it is, 34, I think, 634 signatures needed, right? And then, so they're like dumbfounded. They're like, how the hell did you do it? And it's just her her little monologue, and it's a very it's maybe about 30 seconds long where she says, oh, well, seeing as I've got... Um, no legal experience, and seeing as I'm just an absolute <laughs> nobody, and who's a, she goes, I just went out and performed sexual favors, and then they're all just like, there's one guy starts laughing, and then they, they're just like, all right, we're going to. The camera cuts to the two main lawyers, and you can tell they're just like they're getting braced. We're going to get it. They're just like, oh shit, what's coming next? And she's like, yep, six hundred and thirty-four blowjobs in one day, <laughs> and uh, and it's like it's just the way she delivers it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, but that's a comic moment from what is otherwise a really heavy and serious film um, but that's wee moments like that that make her absolutely brilliant I think so I I, there you go that's, that's my number one love it good one Ross go Just on to yourself for the big <clears> one <throat> clear my throat for this um, Meryl goes to me Meryl no, Meryl's not turned up no I, do you know I don't <gasps> Meryl I don't think I've seen oh, any I, her, Ross is I don't think I've seen any her Oscar winning Jesus. performances um, definitely I've seen Queen. Sophie's Choice <laughs> I um, better not be fucking Thatcher your dick did she win an Oscar for that? Unbelievable. Iron Lady. Fucking unbelievable. Nah, it's not that. Um, Playing a horrible cunt. You deserve an Oscar. There you go. <laughs> but it is, it is somebody we spoke about in this very episode. Um, right. She's won three Oscars, which is mental. Yeah. Um, oh. I haven't seen No Mad Land, um, so I can't comment on that. Yeah, yeah. So it's back to Francis yep. McDormand again. Yep. Is yep. Uh, Marge Gunderson. Ah, oh, How did that escape me? That would have been an honourable mention, I. Um, it's a weird one. I mean, in this list, 
people say that horror films and comedies don't get rewarded at the Oscars. Um, the first two, they're arguably horror films. Misery, definitely. Um, and this, it, it's a dark comedy. Oh, Funny. definitely. Um, and she's just, she's like the antithesis Aye. of every other kind of policeman or like anything like that that you see uh, in the films. I mean, it's like a kind of one of these film noir type plots, you know. Um, she's not, you know, you get. You, you go back and it's like Bogart or whatever and he's like fucking any the drink mm-hmm. and any other women and everything look Marge is just a nice woman from Minnesota that's exactly Pregs- that. uh, hev- heavily pregnant at the time and but just good at her job um, yep. but at the same time it's just a job she's she's more interested in her husband's painting competition that's right, aye, that's right than, aye. That whole, the whole the whole playoff between her and her husband is just absolutely aye. incredible at how real and mundane they make it aye. like it's just aye. absolutely she, she's gone and like, dealt with all this horrible stuff aye. and he's just kind of like he's always just like hmm just skulking about in his, in his dressing gown she's got like fucking she's got Steve Bu- Steve Buscemi and aye. Peter Stormare chewing the fucking scenery aye. Aye. And, and it's still amazing and she's just like fucking right getting it's, on with it still being amazing yeah. aye, everybody in, in that film is great um, they they really are, but I, it's it's just she's so different. Like for anything aye. else, that had come I, before. I agree. Still and, a badass, but oh, I definitely a badass uh, for a wee tiny pregnant woman. Aye. And then, like, just see also that accent. Like it's, it's fucking wild, isn't it? It's brilliant. so good. it's. I'd see I the Cohen's setting that there is aye. a stroke of genius because yeah. it adds an undertone of comedy just to everything aye. they say. It does actually. Aye. That's any offence to fucking I'm, I'm thinking aye, of like, Minnesota. Yeah, aye. see the scenes I'm thinking of, like you know, honourable mentions, not my key scene. Um, like when she's interviewing those two lassies, oh, and aye, it's just aye. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just basically Canadian, isn't it? It's, it's, it's pretty. It's fucking. It's near Canada. I all that stuff. Like you know, she's joking and she's like, oh, I'm going to be sick when she's at the kind of motor right, scene. Aye, aye. And he's like, oh, is it? And she's like, not just morning sickness. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, she's brilliant. Um, it's ah, I, I think it's amazing that she won it for something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, you could argue that again, she's probably not in it mass a massive amount. No, she's not. But she's just every scene she's in, she's, she's the anchor to what is a brilliant film. Aye, and, um, oh, yeah, she's the heart of the film. Aye, aye, definitely, definitely. Um, she's got that kind of emotional punch in there towards the end when she's yeah. arrested. That's uh, right, Peter Storm. and she's like you know it's such a beautiful day or something aye. like that she says like like she doesn't understand she's aye. like that kind of innocent way aye. where you know she doesn't even understand and it's like my, my key scene is the one that kind of turns her on to like oh maybe William H. Macy's lying and yep. I should drag yep. that down yep. so my key scene and it's just the awkwardness <laughs> of it all is the lunch date oh that the guy that she was amazing. in high school with I yep. think it was That's right, it's, aye. Aye, it's, it's so good and See her facial expressions and everything, and yep. just the cringe of it all. Yeah, and look, some people think it sticks out a bit, but it does. It's, it's it's there's a purpose to it, and it's really really good. And I nice. I'd watch any film she was in. Aye, I, I would probably watch that Nomadland. Aye, aye. Oh, we've heard good things, so I will we'll need to check that out. Maybe that'll be coming up soon. Aye, um, I thought that'd be another Moscow. Well, there we go. I mean, that was that was tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, considering you know we can really barely stick to any sort of sub one hour um, time frame yeah. these days, so we've done well. Any honourable mentions? I've got one. 
uh, I did have one. Uh, uh, Hilary Swank, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. I thought it was push. Uh, <laughs> she nearly made Clinton Eastwood cry. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's a. The only thing that would make Clinton Eastwood cry is if they banned fucking uh, assault rifles in America. No. Uh, Matt, I, I have one that, that, that I very nearly sort of tied with three, it could have been three. Uh, it's a wee bit off the beaten track. Uh, well, it's not off the beaten track, but it would be Portman and Black Swan. I, I, oh, I, 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 I remember. I've just not seen that. I remember recently. loving the film when I first seen it, and uh, maybe seen it a couple of times since. It's been on the telly or whatever, and uh, I'm thinking, no, that's 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 really really good. It's like, um, you know, not to sound like a dick or anything like that, but it's not the type of thing that you'd think that like somebody like me and the types of films that I like would like. But it's but at the same time, it has a lot of elements that I enjoy, like just just visually the sound, I mean the music, everyone's just amazing. But in particular. Um, it's one of those things where you you kind of see an actor doing something that um, you forget that a lot of them kind of can do. Is this like turn, it's a really physical performance? It's like she's actually genuinely I do know that doing dancing, this yeah. incredible ballet dancing, and uh, it's not even just that. There's there's loads more in it, but I, that that was a that was an honourable mention for me that could have been in there. No, you got um, I'm trying to think. I think Brokovich was going to have uh, been an honourable mention for me, but yeah. I mean, you're probably looking back to some of the kind of old-timey stuff. Yeah. Um, thing we, I can't remember her name, but the actress that played Nurse Ratchet in Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, that was my other uh, one. It's Louise something. Uh, oh, she, did she win for that? She did. Uh, she did. She won, won, won the big five. Oh, Cuckoo's Nest. So that yeah. was my fourth one. Right. Right. She's a terrifying bastard. Uh, she is. A, yeah, yeah. You just love to hate her. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Hi. Um, Happy days guys So um, I hope you enjoyed that people Um, That's another bonus episode We're going to do more We're going to keep these coming Um, And what would be really nice Would be to hear some suggestions For bonus episodes Because we want to talk about You know these are quite big topics Best actor, best actress But we've we've got more We want to go into sort of smaller things Maybe more niche um, sort of points of films More sort of tropes and things We've got a few lined up But it would be nice to hear some suggestions Um, Our top three blank insert your suggestion here um, from the history of film so if you want to tell us about that please either get in touch with us on one of our social platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or email us uglypopodyssey at gmail.com um, and do not forget to write a review mm. on Apple Podcasts that helps us out a lot yeah, and please. use the five stars if you can um, share the podcast with any of your film watching friends and uh, let them know about us and generally just keep listening. That's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. Tell people about us. Um, I mean, what even if you think it's shite. Even, even if you think it's shite. I mean, we're out here hustling. Do you know no. what I mean? Mm. We're hustling so hard that we have to drink beers while we're doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's just Fly, flying a... the flag for bum chins everywhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> let's, hear, let's hopefully we can figure this out. How, how, do, how does he shave? These are the important questions. <laughs> top, top three bum chins. There you go. Oh. Uh, Jim Carrey, me, myself, not you. Oh, aye. <laughs> But are we allowed enhanced? I'll make out the other two. Uh, <laughs> an enhanced bum chin. Aye, uh, we're not allowed enhanced. <laughs> real and, and fake bum chins. These are the things we want to talk about. Anyway, I'll shut up now. We'll see you next time. Cheerio. See you Cheerio.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.